Did I ever tell you the story about the fan of mine that crashed his car right in front of me? I remember that, yeah. Okay, so this is back when I was living in Hollywood at 1600 Vine where all the YouTubers were. And I'll never, I'll never forget this moment. I was walking into the building and right outside of the building was like, you know, just traffic going by. And I look outside and I see a guy in the car and he like, he looks at me, he's like, like his jaw dropped. Like he's like following, like as he's driving his car and I lock eyes with him. And then all of a sudden, the dude crashes in the car in front of him, like a fender bender. And I panicked and I, I just dipped out. Like I took the elevator up and I got out of there. I don't know why I panicked and I feel bad for that guy. But uh, he's gonna comment on this. That was me. Yeah, I hope so. I want to see the damage. That'd be pretty when you funny. told me that story. I said, did you like wave to him at least, or like give him the satisfaction that it is you? I mean, <laughs> he knew. He knew it was me. His jaw dropped, and he was just following me, crashed right into the car in front of him. Felt so bad for that dude. That's bad. Yeah. I had a crazy car incident yesterday what? or the other day. I was driving, and I saw the car behind me like speeding. And I watched it, like, because I moved into the oncoming traffic. There's no one there. And the guy went, shh, and hit a bank, the, ball, the wall. He hit a bank. Well, the bank, the wall He ran into the bank. The wall he's running out with bags of money afterwards. No, no, no. <laughs> he, hit the, he hit it, but his car was totaled. Oh, I mean, that's... It was pretty... I've never seen that happen so close. That could have been me. I once saw a car flip over. So what happened was, I was young, and... Uh, there was we were, we were just driving to my friend's house and there was a car cop car going in between the lanes going pretty slow and i see the car go through and then they were going through a red light so they were going like this at the intersection and then the car just came just minding his own business obviously the, the cop car had no lights on the car, the cop car was just going through traffic with no lights on no sound no nothing went through the light hit the other car flipping through the air and the car landed upside down and just skid. And I was like eight years old. You remember <laughs> that? that? Yeah. That's... I was like. How do you even remember that? Like, how far how back? How do you not remember No, that? how far back do you remember as a kid? Because I actually don't remember anything. I, I'm trying to think. I remember, I remember a, a day of pre-K. I remember not wanting to go to pre-K. I remember, I remember painting. You know what? I remember not knowing how to write my name. <laughs> that was probably like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I remember not knowing how to write my own name. Um, I think that was because I went to pre-K not knowing how to write my own name. I don't know anyone didn't teach me that. That's really odd. Yeah. So when you uh, forced me, no, I shouldn't say that, but not forced, but when, when I went to therapy recently for the first time. I forced you, yeah. Yeah, you forced me. Yeah, out of hand. hand. Um, okay, anyways. Um, I go to therapy and I brought that up. I said, uh, did something traumatic, like, for me not to remember my childhood, does that mean that something traumatic happened to me? She said, not necessarily, so I'm good. You just got bad memory. Okay. I just know for a fact that you're gonna be, uh, you're gonna have Alzheimer's for sure. Why do you say that? That's, just, just that's a terrible that, thing to say. That's why I'm keeping a book documenting our whole entire life. I, why do you think I'm gonna have all, like I just know it. You know what's really funny about that? What? I did the 23 and Me. And it says that I'll have Alzheimer's. There you go. <laughs> no, wait, I just have the gene. The gene. Well, you're going to have it. You know what other gene you have? Fart in your sleep a lot. I think a lot. Last night that's healthy. Going, that's so gross. 
<laughs> it's just like someone's just like releasing air out of like a like an air mattress. As you all night, just releasing gas. That's gross. But it's also healthy. You want to talk about what happened on Thanksgiving? The gas chamber we made? Mostly you. <laughs> Wait, first of all, it wasn't mostly me. It was a it's fair even. Much. It was a fair no, even. No, no, no. no, because we both We're, went let's, in there. Let's, let's, start, let's go back. Let's go back a little bit. So what happened was we were both incredibly gassy. I had, I had the farts, but you had the stinks. And we're at Thanksgiving. Silent at, but at, deadly. At your sister's. And we, we were doing what you call a crop dusting. For those of you at home who don't know what crop dusting is, it's when you are walking around and you just let out a fart, a trail of farts. You crop dust the area. I actually went a step forward and I actually created uh, this crop dusting, then this carpet bombing. That's when you got like, like the little like, you know what I mean? Like little- I never heard of that before. I invented it. It's, that's carpet bombing. So when you're carpet bombing, you're actually looking at like solid farts. It's not just air. It's like, oh. you know, you're just walking and doing that. The napalming, that's when you got a hot, stinky fart and you're walking it out. You're just, you're just much napalming everybody in your, in your trail. Just napalming them. Then there's the atomic bomb fart where it's just a big poof. And then there's the mustard gas, the silent but deadly. So Yeah, I get those a lot. You... <laughs> You were mustard gassing the hell out of your sister's room. Hold up. Rewind, because you got to tell the story. You've told, you've told the, the... Yeah, you, you were very farty because you're no, probably that's not what happened. Ready? I think we had a... Uh, what are you looking at? Your boobs. Okay. <laughs> at least you told me what you're looking at. Okay, anyways, I think we had a mutual understanding that we had a specific des designed room for putting we had gas. a designated room yeah. to stink out so this way it wouldn't interfere with the family's thanksgiving and this room just so happened to be so happy there's only one room to do this in we could have actually done it outside there was a door outside yeah we could have done it outside. or the bathroom no but that would have been like we had to leave and then come back i feel like naomi's bedroom was the best so we were just roaming around the house and whenever we had a little fart we would go and fart in there yes. and then she walked in there it fucking stunk. I want to talk about two things that I hate. One, you, obviously. So it makes three things, actually. The one thing that I hate is... Hate, that's a strong I, word. You know what, I actually hate this thing. And I definitely think that I'm in the minority here. And that comes with uh, going to the gym. And this, this only applies to smaller gyms. Because like LA Fitness and like those bigger gyms, they have entire treadmill sections, like massive sections. So that's one thing. When you're in a smaller gym and there's only a few treadmills, and then there's somebody on the treadmill for like an hour, hour and a half. And it's just, and it's a loud treadmill. Some treadmills are very nice and silent. And it's like one of those treadmills like, because they fucking like pounding their feet on it, running for like an hour and a half. And your entire gym workout, all you hear is, that's what pisses me off. Totally. That annoys me totally. that that annoys you for some reason. Oh, I'll leave the gym. I'll completely leave the gym. That's so annoying. You know why? Because I think, I'm like, it's a beautiful day out, and you're coming to the gym no. to be on this noisy-ass treadmill for an hour and a half. It's so damn that's loud. Go on the elliptical then. No, that, that's a you problem. They go to the gym to go that, run. That's 100% a me problem. That's, you're sick. 
It's loud. It's very loud. You know what's loud? You know what's loud? This for an hour and a half straight. No, you know what's loud? You going to the gym and being on the AirPods on a phone call and you're like, hey, what's up? You got me. And you're so loud and I'm like, holy shit. Like, it's straight up so embarrassing. Like, you guys, you too. No, I don't do that. Yeah, you don't notice it. No, I really stopped doing that. I've been whispering lately on the phone. Trying to, at least. Another thing that I hate, and I think you, you could attest to this, and I honestly no one ever talk about this, is people who like every single comment they get on their Instagram or their TikTok. They like every single comment. You, you ever see that? You see, you see like a viral video, and it's got like a... 2,000 comments, and you see it, it might be a little bit on the controversial end, so you want to know what the general consensus is in the comment section. What do people think about this video? I'm like really curious. And obviously, you, when, someone, when the author of the video or the creator of the video likes it, it makes it go by default up to the top. So you can't look at that comment that's liked by the creator. It's clearly a biased like, you know, they're making all the positive ones go to the front. And then you sit there and you scroll and scroll and scroll to try to get to the point where there's not liked comments, the actual top comment. And you're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And like, they liked every single one, probably deleted the ones that they didn't like. It's sick. How do you have the time to do that? Yeah, I think people who are like new to social media do that. Yeah. Like if they have a viral hit, they'll like every single thing. I've noticed it's not even, it used to be just that if they got like that one hit video, they just sit there obsessively doing it. But I'm noticing people who have like 100, 200,000 followers have been doing it. Like, and they consistently make videos. I'm like, whoa, like you have nothing else to do but sit. Like that's honestly viewing that many comments is unhealthy. I was going to say like, you know what really like grinds my gears actually? And it like really like, really annoys me Mm -hmm. influencers who like they'll have a million followers and they think they're the shit and they're so broke like they have such broke mentality and I'm like it bothers me because I feel like they don't understand how they can leverage themselves properly and they have all their priorities all fucked up and I work with a lot of these and I just don't understand how they don't know how to leverage themselves properly, how to make a business, how to just be smart, well, everything's online. Well, here's the problem is, is people are coming in, they're making content, they're doing their stuff, they get a bunch of followers, maybe they're making some money off of the ad systems or some brand deals here and there, but these people have broke people mentality. They, or, I mean, if the nicest of terms to put it is that they never learned how to actually make money they never learned what to do with their money they they don't want to know something funny about that because this is like i can let me cut you off real quick it's like people who win the lottery they win the lottery get a bunch of money and almost all of them go broke again because they're not good with money if you're not good with money you'll always be bad with money you'll always be poor so i feel like this is a perfect topic for me to speak on because i actually don't come from a family who has money and Everything you can learn online, everything for free, actually. So it's up to that one person to understand that, hey, I might not understand how to generate wealth. Yeah, but then unfortunately now, because the way the internet is, people are typing that in and they're looking up and they're finding this NFT scam, that NFT scam, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, and next thing you know, these people are burning all their money on courses to learn how to invest their money or trying to leverage that money to then 10X it and 20X it or whatever. 
and it, they get scammed and ripped off out of their money. That's true. So it's, I know so many people who are bad with money ended up losing all their money on NFTs. The problem with NFTs is that they're basically selling the dream to people. All you gotta do is buy this NFT and you could be rich like me. Look at this car, look at this Lambo. And it's all, it was all scam. Yeah. It's weird, as I, as I started making more money, I start to look at other people who have money differently. Like all those people who, like all Grant Cardone's, like all those people, like I just look at them now and I kind of, it makes me laugh. Well, they make all their money off of Courses. people giving them money. Yeah, they, they, they don't make, make their money. So it's just like ironic that like the people teaching you how to make money and be wealthy are making all of their money and becoming wealthy off of teaching you how to make money. It's like, well, what do you actually deliver? What, what actual product do you have? And then why are you sharing that so much with the world if you got the winning formula? Why would you tell anybody? Yeah. You don't tell anybody, anybody anything if you got the winning formula. Yeah. Or unless you become a billionaire and then you just give the winning formula for free because you just don't care anymore. I know that real estate is one of those industries that if you have an in, no one, absolutely no one would tell you like what that strategy is because then everyone would do it and then you would make less money. Mm -hmm. So if you are following someone or if you're like watching a video and it's like, this is how you buy real estate and this is how you make money through real estate. It's if it's generic. Okay. But it's e a lot of it's easier said than done. Yeah. Like what, uh, I know you, you, you like him. But when even when like Alex Hormozzi is like, like Alex Hormozzi is like, well, you take a ten million dollar business, you buy it for nine, you sell it for eleven, now you just made two two million dollars. Like that has to be a joke. But like he's another one of those guru no, guys, so there's no I'll way. Tell you why he's different? Because his courses that are free actually on YouTube are act they they teach valuable. I stuff. gotta look into it because I got maybe it like funnels into something. It doesn't. Else. No, I've watched it. He won't plug any of his stuff in. Well, um, now. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll give you my take on it. Okay. <laughs> but back to things that we hate. Can I say this? This is a terrible podcast. Like, terrible. <laughs> all right. All right. You don't know how to do a setup right. Okay. I got to be very, like, critical. I got you. one more thing I want to talk about, and then we can end this. No, I want to film it. I want to film. I want to film for TikTok. One last thing. Fine, okay. And maybe you could attest to this. The Usually... I, I've seen it's one particular girl that I'm thinking of in my head. Who are you thinking of? It's not, one no, particular no, girl no, should be me. No. <laughs> one particular girl? Okay, no. It was, it was this girl. She was making videos about Logan Paul moving to Puerto Rico. Oh, tax benefits? Yeah. And she was like shitting on him. But there are other girls on the internet who do this too. They talk like a Southern California white girl, whatever. So like this and that, whatever. And then as soon as they say a Spanish word, Puerto Rico, tacos, quesadilla. Oh, but then the, well, because they're like, so as you can see, Logan Paul here moved to Puerto Rico. And then he did this. So like, like what? Like just, you know like what I mean? I just say Puerto saying. Rico at that point. Like it, it just like, oh, it's like you're just trying so hard to kind of like throw. Well, we get it. it. You're Puerto Rican heritage. We get it. <laughs> we get it. Your parents speak Spanish. We get it. You can say it like a normal person. You don't have to say it in the direct accent because that's not your dialect. That's bad. It's not how you talk. You talk like this. I'm not going to talk like this and then go, Puerto Rico. Like, what? Like, I know what you're saying. 
Stop it. I've definitely done that. It's so like distracting. Like it, it stands out. The only time I actually do like it when it's like you're listening, you don't listen to this, but when you're listening to like the radio and like a Spanish station's on and it's usually about like sports and it's like, New York Yankees. Because like they, they, you know what I mean? That's like, that's the name of like the sports team. And they, that's the only time where it's acceptable because it's the other way around. Anything else you hate? What do you hate? I don't like using the word hate. My dad taught me that's no. a very strong word. I, I, like I dislike. No, I will dislike these I, things. I, I get you. I get okay. Hate like brings in like crazy energy. We don't want that energy in you this. You don't want the hateful energy. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The word so hate. It's, it's like such a word. bad word. Even like the way you say it brings out like hatred. anger and hatred. Yeah, you see how worked up I got? Yeah. I got worked right? up over and then And then say nonsense. this, ready? I dislike that. It feels so much lighter. I dislike it. Yeah, it's, it, more, it seems more uh, elegant, like it's beneath me. Yeah, like, I, I dislike, I dislike when people do that, yeah. Hate is like, Arr! you know, it's too intense. All right, I got, I got a segment for TikTok. Are we good? Are we wrapping this up? I'm doing it like this.